What's up, Lamb Fam? Welcome back to the Life After Miscarriage podcast, where we unapologetically chat the ins and outs of what life is actually like after miscarriage. I'm your host, Shelly Metling, and with four angel babies myself and one rainbow baby here on earth, I have created a platform for you guys to share your stories. So sit back, relax, get ready to relate, laugh, and cry as we get real on what life is actually like after miscarriage in the 21st century. Hello, everyone. We have Amy Beckley on today's episode. I am so excited to get to know a little bit more about her, her journey, her losses, and also what she's done for the community because she's done a whole lot. And I'm very intrigued with just how she kind of won about it. And Amy, I'm just going to toss it at you. Start wherever you'd like with your story. Yeah, thank you. Um, Pleasure to be here. I love sharing my story because I think it empowers a bunch of uh, women, um, couples that are also dealing with this. So I guess my story started, um, you know, I was 28, 29 when I started conceiving because I wanted to get my career together. I have a, I have a PhD, um, I'm a scientist, and I was like, nope, I gotta do the career first and then I'll step back and have kids. And then, you know, I was a little bit older in life. I mean, I wasn't by any means old, but I was older. And it just didn't come, didn't come quickly for us. And being a scientist, being a kind of a type A micromanager, I was doing all the things. I was doing the temperature charting. I was doing the OPKs. I was doing the cervical mucus. I, you know, I was trying to do the, you know, position of the cervix. I didn't have very good luck at it. Uh, But I was just doing everything I possibly could. And what it was telling me was that there was something wrong, that uh, my cycles were irregular. Um, I didn't have very, very long luteal phase. I was spotting a lot. Um, It just, it it just, my temperature never really went up very much. I was like, okay, there's something wrong. Um, And so I went to go to the, talk to the doctor and they're like, look, you've been on birth control for like three months. Chill out, you know, relax. You're fine. This is normal come back to us if you have if you've been trying over a year. It's like, okay. Um, so about six months in, um, we actually got a positive pregnancy test and I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And I was super excited and it was like cloud nine, you know, totally bliss. And then a week later started bleeding. And I'm like, okay, it's all crashing down. And you know, you call the I called the doctor and it was just like, oh yeah, this is normal. It, you know, what happens. Uh, you know, we don't want to see you unless you've been bleeding for you know more than three weeks. Um, it's just an early loss that you'll just pass it and you'll be fine. No need to wait. Just, just you know, keep going. Thought that was okay. All right. Um, you know, miscarriages are it happen one out of every four pregnancies, so it is very common. Um, so we again tried again. And then a couple of months later, uh, got pregnant again. This time was very, very different. You just become so jaded and you just become very almost, I'm not going to accept it. I'm not going to get excited. And we didn't, we didn't get excited. We're like, okay, let's see what happens. Let's just, you know, see what, you know, see what goes on. And again, you know, within a week, two weeks of that positive pregnancy test, I I started bleeding and, and lost that pregnancy as well. Um, and so, you know, when I called the doctor that time, they're like, well, you need three losses in a row, um, for me to call you recurrent miscarriage and get you in. 
or you need 12 months of trying before you can go see a specialist. And so we were like, okay, I, I literally don't want to try again because I don't want to have another loss. We'll just wait for this magical 12 month mark and go in. And so I went in and we saw a reproductive endocrinologist and I said, look, I think there's something wrong. I've had these losses. I, I definitely, you know, definitely something's going on. And, you know, he did the typical blood work and checked the tubes and checked the uterus. And then he sat down and he was like, Amy, you have two options. You can either do IVF, which has a 60, 70% chance of, of success, or you can do what you're doing with, and we have no idea what's wrong with you. You have unexplained infertility and it's only like a five, 10% chance each cycle. So like any normal human being, any normal woman, I was like, hmm, given those choices, I think I'll go with, with door A and do IVF. And so we went down that pathway um, and it was, um, you know, we, we were lucky that a lot, of, a lot of our coverage, a lot of our insurance covered a lot of the procedures. Um, but even so, it was, financial, it was financially draining. It was draining on our marriage. It was so stressful. You'd all these medications and needles. And I mean, I'm a scientist. And it was just like you had sharps containers on your, your, on your uh, kitchen table. And you're like teaching your husband how to give you shots in the butt. And it's just, it's just a lot. And um, we had to go through two cycles. At the second cycle, we did conceive my son. Um, and it was absolutely amazing. Uh, he is now nine, almost 10. Um, and then after that experience, uh, I was like, I don't want to do IVF again. Um, I, I thank my lucky stars that we did it and we got my son. And it was, it was just amazing. Um, but it was a, such a stressful, hard experience that I just don't want to ever do that again. Um, but when he was about a year and a half old, I got that itch and I turned to my husband and said, yes, I'm crazy, but I do want to do it again. <laughs> I want, you know, to give, to give my son cash a sibling if we can. Uh, but this time I don't want to do it with IVF. I want to do it naturally. Um, so he agreed. <laughs> And said, okay, so we went back to the doctor and I was like, look, I, I want to do this again, but I don't want to do IVF. You know, that option B you told me where we can like start looking at what's going on with me and trying to diagnose and fix it. Let's do that. Cause you know, I wasn't in a hurry. I wasn't like so distraught that I was like, I just want to be a mom. Like I was already a mom. And this was just like a, you know, I, I just want to know what's going on at this point and build the family if I can. Um, and so uh, I had told him, I said, you know, I have, you know, a short luteal phase. Like after I get that positive ovulation test, it's only like eight or or nine days until I start spotting, get my period. And my temperature doesn't go up very high. I, I just don't think I'm producing enough progesterone. So, so progesterone is the hormone that's released after you ovulate. And it's required to get the uterus ready for the embryo. So a little bit of science is, you know, the estrogen builds the lining, makes it nice and cushy. Um, and then the progesterone changes the lining and makes it receptive for the embryo to attach. So you need a certain amount of estrogen and you need a certain amount of progesterone for all those changes to happen to get that uterus ready. And so I said, you know, here's my science hat. I just don't think my uterus is ready. And so if the embryo comes down and attaches in a, in a hostile environment, so to speak, 
uh, I'm either not going to get pregnant or I'll get pregnant for a week and then I'll lose it real quick because it's just, it's, you know, it's really poor implantation. So I was like that, you know, that's, that's what I think was going on. And, you know, I, I was like, this was like my aha moment. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, this is it. This is totally it. You know, it's gotta be it. And I was expecting him to be like, oh yeah, totally. Let's, you know, let's do this, that. And, and I didn't, I got a little bit of opposition. I got a little bit of, well, you know, maybe, but usually when you ovulate, you have enough progesterone, um, but progesterone's not really harmful to give. I mean, it's, it's part of every single IVF procedure is to give a woman progesterone. So I'm like, well, I've been on it before. It's fine. Um, so he agreed and gave me progesterone after ovulation. So I just did ovulation like normal, took my you know ovulation test, had intercourse, the normal. And then a couple of days after I ovulated, I started taking progesterone. And within three, two, three cycles, I was pregnant and I stayed pregnant. And that is my daughter who is now six. And I was like, holy crap, is that literally all it took? And I kept thinking about my experience going, if somebody had told me about this sooner, I could have saved all of this heartache, all these, this, these pain, these losses. And you know, that that's kind of where I just said, I have to do something. I was blessed with two, two amazing, perfect kids. And I have to take my science background and my experience and create something that's going to help other people. And that's why we invented, I invented the Prove test. So the Prove test is the first at-home progesterone test on the market. And what it does is it measures your daily progesterone in your urine. And so if you test on certain days of the cycle, you can understand if your progesterone is high enough for long enough to support that implantation. Or if you're not and you're at risk, at risk for low progesterone, you can take that to your doctor and give them hard evidence as to, hey, I don't think I have enough progesterone. Um, can we talk about this? Can we talk about what medications, what treatments? Um, and, and just give more information, more power to, to that woman. Um, I, I literally last night, the internet is abuzz with these studies in the UK where it's like, progesterone can save 8,573, I don't really got that number, um, miscarriages a year. And it's like, well, duh, yeah. I mean, if you don't have enough progesterone, then you need to give more progesterone. But if you read in there, the indications on giving a woman progesterone is that she has to have at least two losses. And I'm like, mind blowing. I'm like, that's what? so ridiculous. I'm like, what? And, it, and like, it literally says in print, it's like, without a, without a miscarriage, there is no indication for giving progesterone. I'm like, I'm sorry. How about the fact that nobody should have one? <laughs> is a good indication. Yeah. So it's like, if we can give the power to the woman to say, Hey, I might be at risk. I don't want it. I don't want to have a miscarriage. Like if I could save miscarriages, this is my goal. And it's like, no woman should even have one. So if she can go on the internet and buy a $40 test that tells her that she's at risk and she can go to her doctor and get something so that she doesn't have a miscarriage is like a total no brainer to me. Yeah, it's literally the epitome of advocating for yourself, which is what we talk about so much on this podcast. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's like, 
yeah i mean and that's that's exactly you know what we do what we advocate for i mean progesterone is such a low class drug if you take bioidentical progesterone like crinone prometrium endometrin um they are formulated to be bioidentical they are part of every single ivf procedure they're given as hormone replacement therapy in menopause they are so safe progesterone is the happy hormone it's the calming hormone um it is just there's there's nothing bad about progesterone the only bad thing about progesterone is if you take it at the wrong time you could inhibit ovulation so you need to make sure that you're tracking ovulation and that you know you've actually ovulated before you start taking it but other than that it's like giving a woman extra progesterone it's either going to help or it's going to do nothing mm -hmm. and so that's why i'm like okay we have we have to do this we have to advocate um because i just it's it's you know we have a, a huge group online of women that um you know we support women 100 on their journey and they'll post pictures of their tests and they're like is this positive negative and and you know when should i test and and we just get around each other and help each other on their journey and i would say once every few days i get a woman saying my doctor refuses to give me progesterone i'm like that is absolutely absurd so switch doctors <laughs> no, that, that's exactly what i said First, get a new doctor. <laughs> My doctor is not a believer in progesterone, but he still gave it to me because it was like, like you said, it's like, he's like, he's like, it's not going to hurt you. So I'm just going to give it to you. He wasn't a believer, which I just, I still don't get, but yeah, he's like, I'll give it to you because it's like, why not? basically. And I've miscarried on progesterone and I've also taken it with my two healthy pregnancies. So, I mean, was yeah. it the miracle drug for me? Probably not, but I still took it no matter what. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not going to save all pregnancies. I yeah. Mean, I think it's 70, 75. It's not going to save like a, cro like a chromosome deficiency. Right. Oh, my God. I cannot talk today. <laughs> Formality. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just finishing my coffee. 75% <laughs> of miscarriages are genetic and nobody can save them. Mm -hmm. But it's like 25% are yeah. it's like oh no it happens i'm like yeah but if it's something that's wrong you know why do we have to have that woman suffer through exactly so mm -hmm. yeah oh my gosh it's so cool what you've done Thanks. um now where can somebody find the proof test um, it's on our website, uh, okay. Um, We are also sell on Amazon, Amazon Prime. So uh, that's usually where most people order it because it gets there a day, a day, you know, day and a half. <laughs> um, good old Amazon. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you do order on our website, then it comes with a pea cup. So it's a little, it's about a shot, gla shot glass size. Um, but it's just something fun where it's like, if you have to pee in a cup to take your tests anyways, you know, might as well have something a little fun and, and, you know, humorous to, to pee in as opposed to just some generic little cup. <laughs> yes. So. And I, we all, I feel like we all have like our designated pee cup anyways. <laughs> I mean, mine is like a Bud Light cup <laughs> that sits in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Much rather have a cute little shot glass than this giant Bud Light. Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so, well, so. thank you so much for doing what you do. Seriously.
Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, we're a group of, we have uh, three women. I mean, the, the company is literally three women right now. Really? Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Three women and then a part-time college student. Um, and then, you know, the, so the three and a half of us uh, support women. So, you know, women will send us pictures through Instagram, Facebook, email. Uh, you know, we have a private Facebook group and we personally respond to every single person that comes through here and answer their questions and give them the advice that they need, the, the tools that they need to move forward in their journey um, because it's so isolating. And we feel like if, if you're trying to advocate for yourself and, and better yourself, we want to help you do that. Um, so we, we pride ourselves on, on our very high touch um, approach because I think, you know, women going through this deserve this. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember going through it and it was, it was awful. Like I never wanted to talk about it. I felt like such less of a woman. And then you have miscarriages and you just feel like just so low, you know, physically, emotionally, everything. And you don't want to talk to anybody about it. Um, and so these women are, are sharing this most personal part of their life with us. And we don't take that for granted. We, we love that. And we, we thank them for allowing Prove to be part of their journey and helping them. Um, you know, and so hormones are related to, to stress. So um, everybody's heard the, oh, go on vacation and then it'll happen. <laughs> Crap. Okay, first of all, a-hole, that's not going to help anything. <laughs> but second of all, there is a little bit of science behind that. And so what we're seeing is women think that there's something wrong. They're like, oh, I'm not conceiving there's something wrong. And it's just a little bit of stress within their bodies that is, is causing, you know, maybe not the best environment for the baby, right? So they're like, oh, I'm infertile, or I'm going to have another loss, or, or I'm so scared, or, or whatever it is. And then they use Prove, and they show that their progesterone levels are perfectly fine. They're, they're, they're healthy and normal, in that very same cycle, they'll conceive. Like after a year of trying, then they'll conceive that cycle. And our theory is when you start filling in those boxes of unknowns with knowns and you're more empowered by what's going on inside your body, you feel more at peace, you feel more relaxed. And maybe that's just a little bit of the kick that it takes mm-hmm. to you know, you know, get pregnant. So yeah. And proof test is much cheaper than a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so well, I love it. You know, you either check a box and say, yep, nope, this isn't an issue for me. Great. Or you, you find a, a problem and you, a fixable, actionable problem that you can go talk to somebody about and fix it. And there's, you know, there's a lot of natural things you can do at home, you know, there's, there's a lot of fertility supplements you can take, um, you know, clean, eating cleaner. Um, for me, cutting out dairy was huge because anything that you're eating that's inflammatory. So if you have like a milk insensitivity, you create a lot of inflammation in the body. So just cutting that out helped a ton. Um, so, you know, just small things that, you know, if you didn't know it was a problem and now you know it's a problem, you can be more cautious about what you put into your body and, and how you exercise and when you exercise and, and, and certain things like that. So. Yeah. So I love that you guys are not only offering a product, but you're also offering a community too. I think that that's 
huge. And I just want to thank you so much for everything that you've done for the community. I love when women, you know, they go, they go through this and they feel like they need to pay it forward. And I love that. Like that's, we need more of that in this community. Um, and that's what this podcast is all about too. And everyone who jumps on to share, you know, they're, they're just paying it forward. So I so appreciate you for doing that, for inventing Prove, allowing us to advocate for ourselves. And you guys go to provetest.com, get your Prove test, you know, advocate for yourself. Be, be that girl that shows up at the doctor's office and is like, look at this. <laughs> I, I always say my doctor's got to hate me because I'm just like... <laughs> always showing up with like new things and he's like oh goodness but I wish that I would have had this when I was going through my losses and I just think that it's literally one of the best products on the market for us women who are going through miscarriage so I so appreciate it and if somebody wants to you know follow you on social media where could they do so uh it's at prove test so okay or o-o-v-t-e-s-t yeah Okay, awesome. And how do you get access to the Facebook page? Is it like once you order and like become a part of the community and then you have access to the Facebook page or how does that work? Uh, no. Um, so it is a private group. So you have to, you know, find us on Facebook. When you purchase, there will be the direct link to it. If you go to our website and scroll all the way down, um, there's a link to it there or I think at the top it says prove community or, or something like that there's a link to it on our website as well um, you go on there you just say either I just purchased or I just want to check it out before I buy I mean we're not here to, to trick women like we don't you know we want them to be informed and if they they go into the the forum we'll let you in if you haven't purchased if you just want to learn more you want to I don't know if this actually works. I want to hear from other women. Great. Awesome. Or what kind of results, you know, what kind of testing, like it's, it's a little bit, you know, it, you're, you're doing this lab grade testing in, in your bathroom. You know, some people are like, I don't know what I'm actually doing when it's, what it's, what it's for. They just want to go in and, and check it out first. So no, you don't have to have purchased the product. Um, you just want to just be curious um, go in there. You can ask questions about progesterone. You know, we're not going to be like, oh, well, you didn't buy the product. We're not going to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we just, you know, we, we filter, make sure you're actually seem to be a, a human being and are genuinely interested in either prove or progesterone. And then we'll let you in and you can join the community. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Amy. I will go ahead and I'll link provetest.com in the description of this episode along with their, um, I was going to say their Facebook page, but that's on test. So just go to provetest.com. <laughs> okay. So thank you so much, Amy, for jumping on, sharing your story. We really appreciate you. Yeah. I'm glad to have joined. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it with a friend who could find it useful or share it on your Instagram stories. Tag myself, tag my guest so that we can personally thank you. This is a lamb fam, you guys. We're not in this alone. We're creating this ripple effect together. 